all, and welcome to Should Have Been Thursdays. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelly. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Kelly and I aren't, aren't drinking anything out of a glass tonight, so that was kind of a lackluster cheers, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to have a lackluster episode because today is our 25th episode. There's applause. There you go. <laughs> I cannot believe it has lasted this long. I want to give a big thank you to all our fans out there, if anyone is a fan. And I want to give a big thank you to all of the friends and family that I forced to listen to this every week. Um, Kelly and I have somehow made the time every week for the last almost six months to make this happen. And it's been a very fun little hobby. And I told all the listeners, once we get to 2,000 listens, we'll do a couple of fun things. Um, this is butt nips on the air. Uh, this was all Siri. Talk to Siri <laughs> for the script today. Buttery nipples on the air and an Instagram takeover. And we are very, very close. 30 or so more listens. So I'm thinking next week could be our 2,000th episode, Kelly. Mm, perhaps. So it would be our 2,000th episode and our six-month anniversary. Oh, that's special. We're going to have to do something really special for that <laughs> one. So That means I have to go to Instagram. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Um, okay, Kelly, how are you tonight? How you I'm doing? good. I'm good. You're off the hook tonight. You don't have to do any of your uh I know. I was, I was starting to stress out because I did not prepare accordingly. But I know Courtney usually... Does the heavy lifting for all episodes. So, <laughs> well, you, you've obviously been busy in the other realms of your life because it took you 22 hours to text me back a date. So, um, I was going to text you and say to remember you don't have to do anything tonight, but I figured no news was good news for you. So, I did think about it. I have so many songs we could talk about, but we'll save those for uh, another time. Yeah, you got four more episodes to do those in. So, okay. save them. All right. If it's the first time you're tuning in, Every fifth episode, we do a recap episode where we tell more stories on the most recent four topics we've covered. So today being the 25th episode, it's going to be a recap. And we're going to start with, should have been Jason Kelsey. So since the episode aired, he's gotten a lot more screen time because his brother won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to point something out to you, Kelly. I'm pretty sure he listens to our podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does not listen to our podcast. Okay. But, I mean, we can dream. Do you know what an Easter egg is? When some, not like Easter egg hunt, but when someone says there's an Easter egg. Yes. yes. It's like a subtle nod to something else. Mm -hmm. Or um, remember how Celine Dion used to do like a special like sign language to her husband? Like it's like a little, you know, something subtle that links two things. Right. Okay. Taylor Swift, your your favorite. Oh yeah, she's a Tons big Easter, of Easter egg eggs. person. Disney does a lot of Easter eggs. Okay. At the after party, when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, did you watch the videos of Jason Kelsey? Yes. And what was he wearing at the after party? The Nacho Libre mask. Okay, so I think Jason Kelsey must have listened to the Should Have Been Thursday episode of the Lesbians in Mexico City during Gay Pride Week. <laughs> When we went to the Lucha Libre wrestling show. I mean, you know what? I feel like there's some opportunity there. See? I think he was like, I'm going to put this Easter egg in here to promote Should Have Been Thursdays. I'm not going to say it yet, but I'm going to make a subtle little nod. <laughs> you think? 
Um, yeah, let's roll with it. Okay, yes. Let's roll with it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> speaking of Jason Kelsey, this is just a little something. Um, my kids, I'm a mean mom, and I make them do chores every day. And one of their chores is to bring their dirty clothes and put them in my front-loading washing machine. And my, my older kid, he's kind of whimsical, butterfly-chasing kid. And he likes to make things fun. The other one just screams and complains the whole time, but he still does it. <laughs> but uh, my oldest, he he started to bring his dirty clothes to the laundry room, back up to the washing machine, um, and face away from it, get on the ground, grab his clothes, and shoot it underneath his legs. And he'll go, I'm Jason <laughs> like Kelsey. Like a long snapper. <laughs> I'm Jason Kelsey. Every single time. <laughs> Which I think is really cute. Um, and then... For the Jason Kelsey episode, my sister-in-law, Shanna, sent me this story probably five months ago. Okay, so listeners, if I haven't told a story that you sent in, just know it's waiting in the wing for maybe a time when it's right. Okay, the perfect time. So she sent me this story over five months ago, probably when we did the um, Bow Wow Wendy's drive-thru. Okay, this is a fast food story and a football story. Okay. She was at some kind of special football game in the summertime. I don't know if it was All-Stars or whatever this was in Tennessee, but they only asked certain I think this is correct, certain football players to be on the teams and they only asked certain band members throughout the state maybe to be on the marching band for the halftime and all this stuff. And it was very exclusive to get invited. And she was one of the leaders of the band and they couldn't drive for whatever reason. I don't know if they didn't have a car there or weren't old enough yet, but it's these grueling outdoor practices to get prepared for this big game. And on one of their breaks, they decide they're hungry and they can see a McDonald's. So they decide they're going to walk there and they walk through the drive-thru and they serve them. Which, Unlike Taco Bell. Yeah. I, I, Wendy's is who did it to oh, me. Yeah. I'm still salty. Still salty. <laughs> McDonald's seems to do it for everybody, but uh, McDonald's served them. But their ice cream machine wasn't working. Probably. probably it's probably broken. And um, the... The fact that she remembers the exact restaurant she went to, she thought that would help as a follow-up story to the chauffeur episode where we got a ride home with the rappers. Um, But little did she know, the best part of the story is the second half, which she didn't even tell me initially. So she goes to McDonald's, and they decide they're going to spruce up the halftime performance. It's their time to shine. It's this elite group of marching banders. So they have this big banner that they display at some point during their halftime show. So she and whoever else was leading the band go to a store that they can walk to again and buy tons and tons and tons of glitter. Okay. And they're putting the glitter inside this banner. And when it's time to unroll the banner, all this glitter is going to come out too. So it's going to be like a show stopping moment, right? And they don't get any authorization to do this. These are just kids. They don't ask an adult anything. They're just going to surprise them. So here comes time for them to go out on the field, perform their little routine, and 
when the right note comes, they unfurl this banner, this huge moment, and it turns out it was way too much glitter, like pounds and pounds of glitter all over the field. What What are your thoughts on glitter? <laughs> love it, hate it? Uh, I love it for certain occasions, not in my house. Mm-hmm. And nowhere near where I have to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Glitter is a funny thing like that. Yeah. You know, I-, I love glitter, but it has the right time in the right place. It-, it can actually populate like rabbits. Glitter somehow expands. And and glitter wrapping paper, always a no. It gets in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It- you start breathing it in. Glitter lung is serious. You do not want glitter lung. <laughs> I hate glitter that comes off of Christmas decorations all season long to where Everywhere around it is never clean. Drives me crazy. I put up with it, but it drives me crazy. But (laughs) they obviously didn't have any glitter etiquette. And they get out there, unfold this. Glitter goes everywhere. It's outdoors, of course. It's an outdoor football field. It's blowing all over the field. And turns out they couldn't start the second half. It was a delay of game. Because they had to go out there and try to clean the glitter <laughs> off the field because it was dangerous to the players because it had made the whole field on slippery. <laughs> and, and looking back now, I'm sure Shanna finds it funny because as much as she enjoyed marching band, she does not care about sports. <laughs> she puts up with me and, and my love of sports, but she really does not give two cahoots. So I think it's, it's pretty funny that she sabotaged a football game inadvertently it's pretty good trying to be extra so thank you <laughs> shanna for your contribution to jason kelsey and fast food and uh, that's a much more wholesome story though than the original jason kelsey story about our friend so right I think that's good yeah and i've gotten a lot of feedback <laughs> on that story and you know some things are just better left unsaid <laughs> um when we go on tour if you pay money and buy a ticket and I get permission and run it by my lawyers, we'll, we'll tell the rest of the story. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now, this next story, this is a rarity. But when we did the fast food episode, Bill said, oh, man, my brother, my twin brother, actually, he worked somewhere that had a ball pit because we had talked about McDonald's ball pits. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got a little snippet of a, a story a couple weeks ago from John. Bill's brother. And then I reached out to Bill yesterday. I said, do you think John could like elaborate and send it to me? And Bill's all over it, right? Email, text, how do you prefer it? So he emailed me today and I have not read this and Kelly has not read it either. I have emailed it to Kelly and I'm going to have her read it on air for all of us right now. Dramatic reading. Dramatic reading. All right. Hey gang. I wanted to share a couple of stories from my time being employed at the germ-filled funhouse known as the Discovery Zone in the mid-90s. I mean, just picture that visual. (laughs) Discovery Zone consisted of a series of indoor slides and ball pits, and I was a quote-unquote kids coach, which basically was a cat herder making sure that kids didn't do anything (laughs) too wild to get themselves hurt. The wild times always occurred on Saturdays where there were constant birthday parties and the place was packed to the brim. The biggest slide that was there was called the roller slide, which consisted of about 1,000 individual rollers, (laughs) which would propel you down. On Saturday, I was standing at the bottom of the slide 
and a kid had lost his <laughs> pants and proceeded to go down the roller slide with a full diaper. Oh, no. <laughs> leaving a brown streak all the way down the oh. slide, contaminating each of the 1,000 rollers with about 50 kids waiting in line behind oh, him. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> With about 500 people watching us, we had to close down the slide and clean poop off the individual rollers, <laughs> which probably was not the best invention for a slide thinking back on it. <laughs> Since then, it was nicknamed the doo-doo slide. <laughs> doo-doo brown. Um, the ball pits were as bad as you would imagine they would be. One day, the general manager came in and asked me how often we were cleaning the balls in the ball pits. I mean, that's just a funny question to begin with. Balls. Balls in the ball pits. So my idea of cleaning the ball pits was picking out the balls with the Band-Aid stuck to them and fetching the dirty diapers out of the pits. Oh, my my God. God. (laughs) She said, no, you must bag them up in mesh bags and take them to the shower room and sterilize them once a week. I literally did not even know that there was a ball shower room located there. (laughs) Oh my God, the words ball shower room located there. But there was one and it was always locked. I don't think those balls were washed once in the two years I worked there. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. The final story I remember was on another Saturday. I heard two parents scream in horror from the bench in front of the roller slide, also known as the doo-doo slide. Doo-doo slide. And their three-year-old had managed to climb up to the top of the whole structure from the, from the back side and was standing on the PVC frame of the oh. whole structure about 20 feet up in the air. Oh, my God. He then tried to jump into the ball pit but got caught on the, in the safety net and we had to get ladders and about 10 people to get him disentangled from the net. <laughs> the parents had called the fire department from the front desk, but he was already on the ground by the time the fire department got there. I will always remember the manager of Discovery Zone had a line that always stuck with me. <laughs> you got time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> But I guess we really didn't know. Always take that quote to heart while we were there. Oh, man. John. I mean, why did you keep working there? Sounds awful. (laughs) Yeah, ball pits are, man, just, are they even around anymore? I don't think so. So the question is, do these other places have ball showers? I don't think McDonald's had a ball shower. No way. Did Chick-fil-A? Probably not. Chuck E. Cheese? Does Chuck E. Cheese still have a ball pit? You know what? My kids are out of school randomly next Tuesday, and they're begging to go to Chuck E. Cheese, so maybe I'll report back to you. Maybe I'll do some live footage. I feel like this is an investigative reporting. Okay, should have been a private eye. Yeah. Here we go. Maybe John will want to come to Chuck E. Cheese with us. They do need. It's disgusting. Yes. Yes. And luckily, it's a good time for us to go to Chuck E. Cheese because we all had the vomits last week. So here we go. (laughs) Be a good time to test our antibodies. And everyone else is off of school, so it'll be a great day for you to go. Yes, that'll be perfect. (laughs) Um. All right, I got another Shanna story. Another fast food Shanna story. So I've I've said several times we should have done or could still do a should have been Shanna episode because she has a story for every topic. (laughs) 
And this one's shorter story, but she and my little brother had relocated. This was years ago. And we're trying to make new friends. And they were in the throes of new parenthood with two little kids. And it's kind of difficult to make friends at that point. You know, so they decide to strike up a conversation at T-Ball with another family. And they hit it off. And they're like, well, let's all go out. Let's let the kids blow off some steam at Chick-fil-A or wherever. Go to the playground and we'll eat and catch up and let the kids play. So Shanna gets there first with her kids and meets the mom and the kids. And Shanna tells the kid, her kids, you know, go play. And the mom tells her kids, go play. And the other mom's son keeps coming back. And the mom's like, do not come back again. We're trying to have adult time. You know, you beg to come to the playground. Do not come back out here. I do not want to see you again until it's time to go. Which, totally normal response. We have all said that. <laughs> We've all said that mm-hmm. when you're trying to have adult time. Yep. Yeah. So... 20 minutes or so goes by and the dad gets there. The other dad gets there and he, you know, greets Shanna and the other mom. He goes, let me go say hi to the kids real fast in the playground. And then I'll, you know, I'll come and get my food. He comes back from going to the playground and he said to the other mom, he goes, did little Johnny tell you he hurt his arm? She's like, yeah, he's been in here like 10 times in the last 20 minutes. I told him to go back and play. And the dad was like, well, I just looked at it, and I think it's broken. <laughs> Shanna said they packed up all of their crap, went to the hospital. He had broke his arm, and Shanna never spoke to them again. <laughs> I mean, I feel for the mom in the story, right? Yeah, it sounds like, like child you're neglect. fine. Like, go and play. Right. And- for me, there's a certain type of cry. Yes. That I, I recognize I can stop what I'm doing and say, this is a real issue. Right. This is not just the kids fighting or, you know, a splinter. This is bad. I yeah. mean, we've both been there. Yeah. Broken bones with the kids and all that stuff. So, I mean, if the kid wasn't giving out the battle cry, I yeah. can see where she'd then be carry like, on. go back. <laughs> and. I mean, I, sometimes you don't even look at your kid. Like, you see him coming and you just make it the face. Like, the mama is like, get, do not come back over here. You don't see blood, right? Yeah. A lot of times you don't see blood with broken bones, though. Like, it's like eternally broken. Only compound fractures, I think. But, but yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Shanna, for sharing that. I'm, I'm hoping that, that, that family is doing well now. (laughs) We can do another episode. Hashtag where are they now? I don't even know if Shannon remembered their names, but yeah. Investigate. Yeah. Just pick random stories. Where are they now? Where are they now? We could follow up on a lot of innocent bystanders in the episodes. Okay. So the next topic was Valentine's Day. What did you get for Valentine's Day, Kelly? Um, Nothing? Nothing. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. So you didn't get... You didn't get cards. I was you, out of town. No, Bill was out of town. That's right. No um, ultimate nap. No pictures. Ibuprofen. No, I took the girls to a dance competition that weekend. Oh, fun. Romantic. So, no. <laughs> well, if you recall, LB was surprising me, taking me out to dinner. He booked mm-hmm. the babysitter. He made the reservations. So, Valentine's morning, we're talking and I sneeze. And LB goes, oh, if you're sick, we don't have to go tonight. <laughs> and I was like, 
I'm fine. It's fine. I just sneeze. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just letting you know we do not have to go tonight. I said, okay. And so a few minutes later, he goes, so what are your thoughts on going tonight? I was like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not sick. You know, I'm looking forward to it. Where are we going? And he goes, well, I know, you know, we won't go there often. So, and you and Suter have this in common. He goes, I, I booked one of the Indian restaurants you like. <laughs> he hates Indian food. <laughs> I love Indian food. One of my best friends is Indian. I think Indian food is amazing and delicious. The fact that he even booked that is true love. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so then he proceeds to ask me no less than 550,000 more times if I'm sure I still want to go. Where it got to the point where I was like, you obviously don't want to go and you're trying to put this on me. So no, I don't want to go. Let's just not go. Let's not go. Let's just stay in. <laughs> So he texts the babysitter and told her Sounds I was like sick. Sounds like a very loving conversation. Yeah. He texts the babysitter. He said, Courtney's not feeling good, so we're not going to go tonight. <laughs> and she texts me. She goes, I hope you feel better. I said, I want you to know that's all bullshit. <laughs> so he cha LB changed his mind and decided he did not love me enough to take me to the Indian restaurant on Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, for the record, I will never yeah. take Bill to an Indian restaurant. That's what I gave for her. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, so Bill's Indian. Valentine's Surprise. gift to Kelly was also not a gift, not a trip to, to an Indian an restaurant. Indian restaurant. I don't know. Y'all are just not getting the right Indian food. <laughs> Next Valentine's Day, Courtney and Bill can go to an Indian restaurant, and Stuart and I will go drink some beers. That sounds and lovely. Eat, eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. You guys have your club sandwiches, and we'll have some buttered chicken. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So um, I didn't get a lot of follow-up stories about Valentine's Day. So. Again, not to make it all about me, but I have one more story. So there's a new thing this year at my house that I'm doing. And actually, I killed two birds with one stone and got something that benefited me and LB. So let me explain. If you remember the episode where Haley, everyone's favorite lesbian, helped me find the discounted tree for the Christmas party, mm -hmm. that tree is still in existence. It never had a box. That was part of the reason it was so cheap. And it's huge. Right. It's <laughs> yep, right there. Yes. <laughs> and um, it takes up like 25% of our shed. And every single year after Christmas, LB complains and says, this is too big. When can we throw this out? All this stuff. So last year, it stayed in our backyard with all the elements just getting exposed for like six months before we finally put it in the shed. So this year, I decided that that can be our year-round tree. So I had it decorated for Valentine's Day. That was the first um, holiday I got to decorate it for. And if you'll look at it today, I've it changed it to- It appears it's ready for St. Patrick's that's Day. That's right. <laughs> so ladies, be careful what you complain about. <laughs> because now we get to enjoy a Christmas tree all season long. And- I like I thought you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say you bought another tree to add to your collection. No, it's the same tree. <laughs> Just this color changing. A little extra light in my backyard. You can never have too much, you know? Oh, exactly. That, those That's look, not what your neighbors said. I know. <laughs> I know. I can't wait for the cop episode. Um, <laughs> oh, that's going to be like four hours long. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great, you know? A little bit of, a little bit of something festive all year long. Yeah, so, I like it. Yeah, thank what you. What are we thinking for like April? Easter. Like pinkish? Yeah, yeah. pastels. I'm going to decorate. There's ornaments on it you can't see right now because it's dark out there. But I have little St. Patrick's Day ornaments. I have little Valentine conversation heart ornaments. I'm thinking like bunnies for Easter. I can do like schools out for summer, mm -hmm. 4th of July, you know, all, all kinds of stuff. 
that's really all I've got. And then I'll start decorating for Christmas around September. So <laughs> it'll be perfect. Okay. The last topic for the recap, doctor's appointments. Okay. So what's our, what's our exit phrase? What's the last two words we say every week on this podcast? This is a test, Kelly. Mm, stay awkward. Stay awkward. I passed. Thank you. And <laughs> being awkward and staying awkward is what really propels a lot of the content in this little podcast. And one listener sent in a quick story about awkwardness at the doctor's office. Okay. So she said she was going to the OBGYN for one of her first doctor visits, first pregnancy. And I'm assuming it was very early on because she took her husband. And, you know, they only come at the very beginning. And then you're like, please stop coming because <laughs> you're giving away answers to questions that I was going to say no to. Um, so it's it's the very beginning. And they they ask you so many questions the first couple appointments. And I think some of it is to try to figure out genetic disorders and all this stuff of both parents. But her husband's sitting in there the whole time and the doctor is asking them both questions. And finally, the listener said, excuse me to the doctor. He's not the father. I just brought him to the appointment for support. And the doctor was like super uncomfortable. (laughs) Her husband looked at her super awkward and she just let the moment absorb the awkwardness for a minute (laughs) that's amazing that's amazing you know a big huge awkward moment for the doctor and her husband when really it's very awkward to be a pregnant person all the time i love that she parlayed that onto someone else just even for a moment (laughs) i fully condone this harmless awkwardness that's great five stars (laughs) let me check the time let me see what we got all right I'll tell I'll tell another LB story real real quick. Well, do you want me to? T- I'm going to give you a real time awkwardness story. Okay, let's do that. I went to the dentist today because <gasps> I love dentists. Yes, we do. <laughs> Shout out to the original OG episode. Um, and the dental hygienist just starts talking to me, asking me about my spring break plans while I'm getting my teeth cleaned. And I'm like, hands are in your mouth. How am I going to answer you? Like, I feel like that's really awkward because then she, she pauses after she asks a question. I'm like, I can't answer you. It's weird. I know. I can't I, she was it. She's super chatty. She's, uh, it's the same one every time. So I, I know. But I was like, I, I can't answer you. <laughs> finally, I did not say that because you know me. I'm yeah. not going to say that. Yeah. But then finally, whatever, after she was done, then I gave her the answer. But. I feel like that's super awkward. Oh, I'm that's like, so awkward. Like, just let me listen to the, you know, the smooth jazz instead that's piped through the, the stereo. <laughs> the music. <laughs> we had this amazing phrase um, at the pharmacy I used to work at. And my friend Leanna came up with this phrase. But when you couldn't understand someone, when it sounded like they had like marbles in their mouth or their dental hygienist hands in their mouth, we called them mumble bitches. <laughs> And we had caller ID and certain when certain people would call, she'd be like, I'm not answering that. I talked to Mumble Bitch last time. <laughs> so you were being a mumble you were, she was That's forcing right. you to be a mumble, I'm bitch. Be a mumble bitch. No one yeah. wants to be that. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I didn't ask you if you had any stories tonight. No, you're good. When you mentioned it, I just thought of you my real time experience today. Awkward with the doctor. Afternoon. There you go. Well, we might go a little over time, but I can tell the suitor story yeah, really I, fast. I mean, I'm gonna make you tell it anyway. Okay, here we go. So this was uh, a while ago, 10, 15 years ago. And Suter had this little like marble looking thing on the back of his neck, like a twin, you know, like a tuma. Marble bitch. A, a marble bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
on Kelly. And he's he's going to have it removed, right? So he goes to the ENT. They schedule him an outpatient appointment where they've got to put him in twilight sleep. Well, it turns out twilight sleep for him made him super chatty. So he's like face down in one of those like, it looks like the airport massage room chairs where there's like the hole cut out for your face but you're kind of mm-hmm. sitting up just like leaned forward that's what they're i'm in there with him and they're like operating on him and the doctor is looking at the nurse like can you please get him to shut up i have to concentrate <laughs> and so um i, I don't remember exactly how it was towards the end and suda was really starting to wake up and he was talking a bunch and he said hey doc what are your credentials? I never thought to ask before right now. Like, where did you go to school? And he said, I went to Duke. I graduated from Duke Medical School. He goes, oh, my God, please tell me you're not carving a blue devil in the back of my neck. (laughs) (laughs) We were dying laughing, yes. And when they let us leave the surgery center, the protocol was, you know, these patients were stable, of course, and you could just – push them out in their wheelchair. And then there was like a wheelchair return, like a grocery cart return where once you got the person in the car, you just put the wheelchair back. She wouldn't let me push Suter cause he was so loopy and huge, like so much taller. His like feet were dangling cause he's so tall. And so we get in the elevator and they back him in with his wheelchair. She's the one doing it. And, um, I said, which floor do we need to go to? Which obviously was probably supposed to be ground, but I'm a dumb dumb. And Suter goes, I'll get it. And he kicks his leg as all the way, the whole width of the elevator and hits every button with his foot. Like Elf? Yes. <laughs> and he's like sliding out of the wheelchair. She and I both have to pick him up. And she, she gets me the car. She goes, good luck with that one when we get home. <laughs> but that's, that's, it was okay. His mommy was there to help me. <laughs> I had a newborn, so it was a lot to take care of. But yeah, but he doesn't have a Duke Blue Devil back there that I can tell. Mm-hmm. In the back of his it's neck. It's embedded. Yeah. One day. Just, you know, where his twin used to be that it's he absorbed Duke in the womb. Duke Blue Devil chip. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's Suter's doctor story, you know? <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for coming, spending time with us, listening about these lovable idiots and these asshats. And I hope you enjoyed this recap episode. There's still more to look forward to. This isn't the end. You know, we've got uh, that 2000th listen coming up, six-month anniversary. I think we've got a really, really nice episode planned for the next one. So give us uh, a little more publicity out there. Tell a friend or two about us. Grab a cock. Grab a friend. Play one of your favorite episodes for them. Make it a drinking game. Every time Kelly laughs a little bit in the background, take a sip. Or every time there's a group of people that should be offended, take a sip. (laughs) A little should have been Thursday drinking game. There you go. I kind of like that. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll, 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 We'll we'll have to try it it out. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, uh, the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring everybody, you know, a little laughter in this otherwise serious world. So if you keep listening, we're going to keep on making them. We don't plan to go anywhere. And until next week, bye, lovers. Bye, y'all. Stay awkward.